Welcome, Welcome to, to the Mulberry Book, Book Drop. Episode four already. Bethany, I'm thinking of one of these words that you say a lot. Can you guess what it is? I have a feeling it's some fruit. It is. Y'all, this is bananas, wild, whatever you want to call it. And everybody, y'all are so amazing. Um, some of you have contacted us to ask us about books that we've discussed and to tell you that you listen to our podcast, which is just a huge thing for us because, you know, I mean, we feel like we're talking to nobody, but like you guys are listening. So it's awesome. So it is completely unreal. And we love talking about books with you. And we actually set up a display in the library of the books that we've mentioned. And we've had to fill holes. So people are coming in and saying, hey, I listened to the podcast and I want this book. And we have it for you. It's it's just, it's a great feeling. It's so cool. But you know what we need, Sarah? What do we need? We need a theme song. We do. That has been the biggest suggestion that we've heard from folks. So <laughs> if you happen to be a little musically inclined and you want to get your music out there into the universe, we could certainly use like an intro, outro song. So, um, you know, and if you guys can't come up with something on your own to help us out, it may be our lovely Sarah here on her ukulele that she learned how to play last year. Oh, and... Um... And yeah, side note, I'm the really the only thing I know how to play is like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and Old MacDonald. So within the next few podcasts, if you hear Old MacDonald opening up our podcast, you know what happened. I feel like since we're a library podcast, we could totally get away with that. True. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start today like usual with just a little bit of housekeeping. And we just want to say that the Tales and Tales Summer Celebration, guys, it was it was off the charts, or is the cool people say off the chain, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) We had so much fun with you guys. I just, I can't even express it in words sometimes, but if you missed out on it, you can always check our Facebook and Instagram for photos and stuff. Um, And you grownups out there that are listening, your kids are so funny and so creative. We did crafts with them. We had family movies over at the Gem Theater. We did book clubs for all ages, and they just had us laughing through the entire summer. It was so much fun. Um, we even did video games. There was D&D campaigns for all ages, so if you are a adult D&D person, uh, we do have a Saturday adult D&D group now, so please contact us if you need some information. Um, oh, Sarah, you ran Color Fest. That was fun, right? Oh, yeah, that was that was something. <laughs> yeah, see, you guys were very colorful by the end of it. Um, oh, and beginner dog training was really fun. We did oh. three weeks. Yeah, the, the dogs were great. Um, our trainer that helped us out, she volunteered her time. She was awesome. And little sidebar, my dog Norbert did so well with Leave It that I almost couldn't get him to eat his celebratory ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) And to like hold it in his face and tell him it was okay for a few minutes before he would go for it. So it was fun. What else we got going on, Sarah? We keep saying her name over and over again, but Megan Miranda. Like if you listen to episode two of the podcast, you know that we had been waiting and waiting for her book. And it is available now. So contact us, contact your local library, get your name on the hold list. We both read it and we both absolutely loved it. I mentioned to Bethany that I love how all of her stories are just so different from each other. And you know it's her, but her books don't feel cookie cutter. And Bethany mentioned that she loves the way that Megan Miranda shows timelines in her books. 
And so this one included a neighborhood message board, which I've never seen before, but it was the perfect setup. And I love how she also had a map of like the houses in the neighborhood and it really helps you as you go along in the book. So I'm not gonna say anymore because we don't wanna do spoilers here, but read it and then come talk to us about it. It's fantastic. Don't forget the title though. It's called Such a Quiet Place, which this now is because the AC is kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> Um, oh, the other thing we need to announce, we're having a book sale. So yes. September 10th and 11th in the Mulberry Civic Center. Um, this is going to be hosted by the Friends of the Mulberry Book, uh, yeah, sorry, by the Friends of the Mulberry Library. My apologies. They are awesome. They just helped us get new shelving for our kids' room and everything. So the next thing on the docket, they're going to be helping us get some new technology for the library, guys. So Yay. I know. We're so excited. So this book sale will be assisting with the purchase of new technology. So on Friday, the 10th of September, it's going to be from 9 a.m. until 4.30. And on Saturday, the 11th, from 9 a.m. until 1. And the best part is... Every item is only one dollar. Oh, I know. What a steal! Yes. Yeah, so books, audiobooks, DVDs, CDs. I think there might even be some games and puzzles up there. So a little bit of everything. We love it. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to get into why we're here today? Yeah, we are. Sarah, why are we here today? We're here to talk to you about audiobooks. Oh my gosh! You guys may have met, heard us mention on the previous episodes about Libby. Um, this is actually our electronic content for the library, so you can get audiobooks, you can get electronic books, you can get magazines. Um, but I will say, I think Sarah and I get a majority of our audiobooks through Libby. So yeah. the more we talk to each other, we, we keep saying, oh my gosh, you know what I found on there? And mm -hmm. um, if you're unsure, I, I would probably venture to say that your personal library, if you're not here in Polk County, that they also have their own electronic apps. So definitely reach out and talk to them. And a lot of libraries now offer tech assistance. Um, so you can always call and make an appointment. They can help you get it onto your phone or tablet, make sure that you're signed in properly. So um, don't miss out on, on all that free content. I mean, there's so many good things out there. Um, Sarah, I'm curious to know what your audiobook story is. So like, when did you realize that you liked them or how did you get into them? Um, so actually it was a few years ago, I believe it was your first summer here. And we had to read, uh, I, I wanna say almost every age group was reading the same books for uh, summer. And I was working two jobs at the time and these were some big books. They were like hundreds and hundreds of pages. And I was like, I just knew that I wouldn't be able to read them like physically. And I was like, well, let me give this a try. And um, it was the Lunar Chronicles and we'll get deeper into that later. But um, those were the books that I actually ended up really loving. And so those books just kind of sparked uh, my interest. And that's, that's how I started listening to audiobooks. What about you? Mine actually started a little bit with podcasts. Oh. Yeah, my my husband for a long time was like, you should really try podcasts. I think you'll love them. And I kept saying, no, 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 no. And then I kind of got obsessed with podcasts. <laughs> but then I realized a lot of podcasts tend to only be like 20 or 30 minutes sometimes. And so if I was walking or gardening, like I wanted something that would last a little longer. And so I thought, maybe I'll give them a try. And I don't know, it was maybe like last year, like, well, two years ago, 2019-ish, I, I think that's when I started to take them seriously. And I 
I think I may literally be obsessed with audiobooks now. So <laughs> they have they have really weaseled their way into my life. And um, I am a firm believer that even if you're listening to a book, you are still reading the book. 100%. And this is a sidebar, but uh, mentioning about podcasts, Bethany is the one that got me into podcasts. Um, I kind of started listening to like one on my own, and then she started just mentioning all these other ones to me, and I'm hooked. Like, in the car, I rarely listen to music anymore. So, if you need a podcast recommendation, I'm going to tell you listen to this one. But Bethany can tell you a lot more to listen to. But, um, as Bethany said, that with this, like, with audiobooks, don't give up if the first one you try isn't for you. Like, the reason that we say that is we feel a narrator can make or break a book. So, this is a very personal feeling. So, as with physically reading a book, um, what may work what may be a work of art for one person may not be for another person. So there are a few that we've discussed with each other where the narrator feels blah or monotone, and it can be a turnoff at times. But then when you get a good one, when the narrator is so involved, they even alter their voice or you can feel their excitement and suddenly you are like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. Bethany, do you have an example of one like that? Um, I do, actually. I, I think one of the ones that got me the most recently was the follow-up to The Handmaid's Tale. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Margaret Atwood, right? Yeah. Okay, and a lot of people probably have watched the, the TV show as well. But it was 15 years between The Handmaid's Tale and then her follow-up, which was called The Testaments. Oh, wow. Yes. And when the book came out, I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And a friend of mine was like trying to tell me, you know, you really got to give it a chance. And she just kept raving about it. So I finally gave in. And what really surprised me, I was not expecting it, but there's three narrators. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. And they were fantastic. So each of these like main characters had their own personal narrator. And so the narrators separately were wonderful, but, but to really feel that story, like it just brought it to life. And one of the narrators was even one of the aunts from the TV show. So, yeah. So if you do watch the TV show, as soon as you hear her voice, like, you were there. Like, you were in it. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And, I mean, it was a heavy one, too. But, like, I was just riveted. And it was 13 hours. <laughs> so long. But I didn't want it to end. Oh. Like, when it was over, I was like, no. So it was, it was really good. Yeah. Have you ever had that moment? I have. Um... Well, I really like the Lunar Chronicles um, narrator, but also the Selection series, which I think we've talked about this series <laughs> quite a bit um, in the podcast. But I really love the um, narrator, and I honestly, I can't think of her name right now, but just the way that she read the books, and I thoroughly enjoyed, um, and I don't remember how long the books were, um, but you finished them fast. And, I mean, they, they weren't 13 hours long. I know that. I think they were roughly, like, maybe six to eight hours each. Yeah, I so, think. but that narrator did a great job, but I also had a not-so-great narrator. Um, the book Ella Enchanted, I, I wasn't crazy about the narrator. Um, it, the narrator kind of sounded like a little kid, so as she gets older in the book, it you still kind of get the sense that she's, like, five because the narrator sounds like she's like five, so not that wasn't my favorite. Other people may have loved it, but that just personally wasn't my favorite narrator. So, you know what another plus for audiobooks is for me? What nonfiction? Oh. Yeah, I have found nonfiction when it is read by the author. 
Um, and so there is no question about how the author intended for you to read this book. Oh, I, oh that's yeah. good. Yeah, it, it's really, um, I mean, you know I enjoy nonfiction to begin with. I, I probably read the most nonfiction out of all of us at our, our branch. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's really... Um, it's really changed the way I feel about some of the nonfiction that I read. And um, it's just interesting to really hear their voice with their own words. Yeah. I Well, do you have a few suggestions for folks to try out? Oh, Sarah, do I have suggestions? <laughs> of course I do. Well, okay, so one of my favorite ones, probably one of the first that I did was, um, do you know who Jim Gaffigan is? He's a comedian. Does the name sound familiar? No. Okay. Well, he is a very famous comedian. He's the father of five, I believe. Um, his wife also wrote a book that I loved, but um, he wrote a book called Dad is Fat. Oh, okay. And it is one of the funniest books I think I have ever listened to. And, of course, because it's told by a comedian who is used to standing up on stage, and t it's like when you're listening to it, I was just laugh out loud trying to run I'm sure my neighbors think I'm completely demented now because here's Bethany trying to run down the street and she's just like cracking up to the point of tears and it was so good like I didn't want that one to end um who else oh Rob Lowe you know who Rob Lowe is right the actor yes. yeah, yeah movie star right yeah. part of the Brat Pack um <laughs> I love him but he wrote this book called Stories I Tell My Friends and it was so fun, and like he talks about, um, I didn't realize how close he was with like the Sheens, like um, Charlie and Martin Sheen oh. and Emilio and everybody. Um, so it was kind of wild to hear that, but then he shared these stories like with him and Michael J. Fox, because they were all like kind of coming of age around the same time and becoming movie stars around the same time, and like just so funny. But my favorite part, and I don't know if you're familiar with this guy, but I love Patrick Swayze from Dirty oh, Dancing. yes. Okay. He met him when they were doing um, the movie The Outsiders, oh, okay. and yeah. the way he talked about Patrick Swayze just oh. got me all teary-eyed because he talks about this man just like coming in and just loving on everybody with his leather jacket and how he could just like do anything and just, I don't know, I just loved it and it really gave this whole different perspective by hearing it from his voice, so it, that was beautiful. Um, but then there's also sweet ones, which I think you have read these too. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's Whiskey in a Teacup by Reese Witherspoon. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. And then Dolly Parton put out that book called Story or Song Telling. Oh, uh, what a queen. Yes. And this one was interesting because they actually set it up interview style. And my only complaint about it, guys, they played clips of her songs but not the full song. Oh. And I'm like, why are you teasing me? It's Dolly, like play the whole song. But it was, it was so good. And, um, learning more about the work, um, some of you might be familiar. She has like a book program for kids with, you know, literacy advocate and all that kind of stuff. Um, but she talked a little bit about that and she actually created that program, um, for her father, which it, it was just, it's a really beautiful story. I don't want to give it all away because I think it would just mean so much more coming from her. Um, I can't stress enough how much I love those two books, though. Like, yes. same thing. You just, you're listening to these beautiful women's voices, and, and you just don't want them to stop talking. Like, you just want them to be your best friends and your next-door neighbor and to just keep talking. Yeah. Uh, what other suggestions do you have for audiobooks? Oh, I have a couple. But the Dolly Parton one that you were just talking about, I actually physically read that one, and now I may have to go back and listen to it. I because, I mean, like, of course, the song lyrics are in the book, but, like, 
I'm singing them in my head and I don't do them justice. So um, I absolutely love that one. But, and I really like what you said earlier about that when authors read their own books that you are hearing it the way that they wanted it to be heard. That, like, I don't know, when you said that, it just kind of like struck a chord with me and I was like, that's so true. And so I absolutely loved Whiskey in a Teacup. And then I also loved Green Lights with Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like he kind of like has like a quirky personality. And so listening to him read his book the way that he intended for it to be read was just so like, um, I'm, I keep saying interesting, but it really was. Um, so those two I absolutely loved, but also Before and After um, by Lisa Wingate. And um, that is, it's kind of like a sequel from one of her other books, but this one's nonfiction. And um, it tells about different stories uh, that kids went through with the whole Tennessee children's home. Um, and getting to hear stories of like family members being sold being their parents being told that they were that they died in childbirth and then finding out years later some of them 50 years later that they have siblings and getting to like meet their siblings that they have had for you know 40 50 years and never got to meet them until now and now they're like 80 90 year olds meeting each other and it's just super sweet and I was in my car listening to this audiobook crying and it's fine I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I was driving to Disney to you know the happiest place on earth and I'm like crying from this book and people probably looking at me through my car going is she okay and no I was not but it was it was just a, just sweet stories we live in Florida just tell them it's the pollen true <laughs> so and then I think so the last one I'll mention is um, just mercy by Brian Stevenson um, and there was a movie that has been made um, since based on the book and I think that book was just an eye like opener for me and I'm gonna try to get through it without crying um, but I, I just the way that I grew up um, I have great parents but the way that I grew up you, you have a mindset and then when you read a book that changes your mindset it, it's just like the fact the fact that books can do that is amazing and that was one of those books that did that for me and so I will be honest I I tried watching the movie I got halfway through and I was sobbing so hard that I had to stop so I'll come back to it but um, that is that's a book that I think everybody should read and it's um, about people on death row and I'll leave it at that. You can look more into it, research more of that on your own, or if you want to talk, you can always reach out to us. Um, so, but yeah. <laughs> that's the power of reading, though. There's yeah. there's always something to learn, and you know whether it's fact or fiction, it, it's everybody's experience is different from your own. Yeah. You know, no no two people are ever on the same exact path. And right. There's just always I don't know. Books are just such a fountain of information. Mm -hmm. You know. Whether it's science fiction, fantasy, and you're going somewhere no one's ever been, or it's a <laughs> true story that you can really, really learn and take to heart. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Also, the Matthew McConaughey one you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Remember how I told you last, I think it was last month, that I play with the speed of yes. my audiobooks? I couldn't do it with his. He talks so fast. <laughs> he does. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I had to stop and turn it back down to, like, the normal one. Like, he was one of the few that I listened to at 1.0 instead of my normal 1.25 because I was like, what did he say? 
Yeah. <laughs> but I also like enjoy the way he talks because mm-hmm. it does keep you engaged. So yeah, uh, he's he's a classic for sure. <laughs> Sarah, what are you? Well, we normally say what are you reading now, but I'm gonna say what are you listening to right now? Oh, so I am currently listening to The Last Apothecary by Sarah Penner. I believe I said her name right. Um, I know I said her first name right. Um, but I did try to read that one physically, but I just, not that I struggled with it, but I was like, oh, let's try to listen to it instead. Um, and what are you currently listening to? So I, I'm going to give you two okay. because one, I just finished a couple days ago and it is still just it's sitting with me. Mm-hmm. Um, remember for my book club, I finished The Kite Runner. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know if I'm going to say this name properly, but it's Khalid Husseini, I think. And it. we'll have everything in the show notes. But um, it's just, it's such an interesting story. Um, it takes place, well, it, most of it, like it begins and stuff in Afghanistan. And, and it's about these two boys who are best friends. And and I just can't even begin to tell you where it goes from there. I'm really excited to talk to my book club about it. Um, but the other one is called When No One Is Watching by Alyssa Cole. Oh, it's on my, that? yeah, it's on my to-read list. Okay, it's it's um, a very diverse cast of characters. Um, it deals a lot with racial injustice. Um, and I think I have like an hour left on it. And I, I'm going to tell you, I'm honestly not 100% sure how it's going to end. And yeah. I'm just like, this is quite the thriller. So, Ooh. yeah, so we will see. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Okay, so here's another question. Mm-hmm. What would you consider, like, do you have one or two all-time favorite audiobooks? Ooh. Yeah, I do. Okay, so one of them, I know we've mentioned to it, I got you to listen to it, um, but it was a Don't Look For Me by Wendy Walker. That was fun. That one. I really liked that one just because I don't know that I would have loved it as much if I had physically read it, but I just loved it as an audiobook. It was just a great book, and the it was a thriller, and I absolutely loved it. Um, and then my other favorite one is Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. So I mentioned the, like, kind of like the sequel earlier. Um, this one was just, it was like one of those books that makes you cry, and it makes you happy, and makes you cry. So, but it just, I absolutely loved it. And I think you had read it too. I did. That was the yeah. fiction one that she wrote based on yes. everything she had learned. Oh, so good. So, but I think then, we've been suggesting that book to people for like over two years. We have, and we will keep suggesting it because I'm pretty sure everybody that's read it has loved it too. Oh yes. So yes. it's been so good. But do you have any favorites? I do. So I'm going to give you two. Um, the first one really surprised me because here we go. It was 18 hours long. Oh my. Okay, guys. This was another book club one. And it was called Pachinko. And the author's name is Min Jin Lee. And it's a Korean American author. The book follows four generations of a Korean family who moved to Japan during like wartime and like political warfare. Um, but my book club, like we had the best discussion with this one. We learned so much and everybody, whether they listened to it or physically read the book, um, they really enjoyed it. And our overall rating was actually 4.2 out of five stars. Wow. Yeah. It, I think it might be one of our highest rated books that we've read since I've been doing those clubs. That's awesome. Yeah. We, we were all very surprised by it. 
But the other one, and this is actually a series, but a lot of hers are available on our Libby app. It's the, um, Janet Ivanovich is the author. It's the Stephanie Plum books. Oh. I, they're, they're simple. They're probably only like six or eight hours long each, I think. But like Stephanie Plum is just a hot mess. And she's <laughs> so much fun. And um, what the author does, even though it's very like cookie cutter, like she has a, a formula. I don't want to say cookie cutter. It's not that. It's that she has a formula. So even if you were to read them out of order, you still get like a basic gist of, you know, who the characters are, why they're like with each other and stuff like that right off the bat. So there's no confusion. So if for some reason you accidentally pick up, you know, number 10 before you have a chance to read number eight and nine, like you'll be okay. Oh, you'll be okay. And you can always go back and read them later because they're just, they're fun. So, but yes, she's a mess and I love her. <laughs> well, I can't thank you guys enough for joining us today. So I hope you enjoyed our little chat about audiobooks. And if you've never tried them before, that maybe you'll go give a couple a go and, and see what you see what you think of them. And if you have read them before, Sarah and I would love to know what books you think we should add to our TBR list. Um, for you non-readers out there, that is our to-be-read list. That's um, <laughs> very common in the book world, and mine is really, really long. So, But I'm always looking for more suggestions. Same. Okay, so we know that a month between episodes may seem really long to you, as it does to us, because we just love talking to you all so much. So if you want to spend more time with us, and I mean, come on, why wouldn't you? Remember that you can follow us on social media. We are everywhere. We are on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and even Goodreads. Yes, and there are, if you go to our website, mulberrylibrary.com, I can't talk today, um, there are links to all that social media in the, in the header bar there. So, um, Also, next month is going to be a fun one. And just as a little hint, um, we're just going to say make sure you have your DVD players ready. Make sure your streaming services are all logged in. I'm ready. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to say anything else. That's your little, that's your hint. So until next time, happy reading, Mulberry.